It's the afternoon program on 102.9 The Hog. Well, if you didn't know, today or this week is, well, starting today, starting this week, Severe Weather Awareness Week for the state of Wisconsin. It's obviously mid-April and getting that season as weather patterns fighting with each other could lead to some severe weather. Who better to talk to than CBS 58's chief meteorologist, Drew Burgoyne. I struggle with the word Damn. meteorologist, Drew, just so you know. So welcome, buddy. Good to, good to talk to you. Okay. Yeah, guys, great to be on. And um, I'm bummed I can't be there in person. We all get it. But uh, it's always fun hanging with you guys in the, you know, in the studio. Uh, next time, Drew, we'll, uh, we'll gladly welcome you in. And hopefully it's, it's safe to do so here sooner than later. So we have your, right. uh, your, your buddy and your coworker, Kevin Holden, on this show from time to oh, time. Gosh. In fact, <laughs> in, in, fact we, in, in fact, we spoke with him, I think, almost every week in the month of March between spring training baseball and basketball. And I love Kev. But he told us, he confessed to us a week after a call that we did with him that he had called this show from his cell phone. By the way, thank, you don't sound like you're on cell phone. It sounds great. Is you were calling from no, actual I had landline? No, find a landline. Oh, my God. Got you. You're, the, you're a pro. Yeah. A pro, Drew. Someone knows what than, they're doing. Rather than a crappy cell phone. And he confessed to us uh, a week after, the next time he talked to us, that he was doing this phone hit on this show and ran out of gas in the parking lot at CBS 58, which I guess is a chronic <laughs> yeah. problem of his. And you came to the rescue, is how he tells it that day? Is that true? Yeah, no, it's true. And, and not only did that joker run out of gas, he, <laughs> the guy had a flat tire. <laughs> Come on. He's not no, safe driving no. around town. What's he doing? <laughs> no, he's, he's driving around. No, so he's there. He's like, I, I think I'm out of gas. I can't get the thing started. I said, well, let me, let me help you out. So right around the corner, there's a little gas station, and we get um, there's a little can that you get there, and mm-hmm. we filled it up. I mean, this thing must have been, I mean, absolute nothing, no fumes, nothing, because we had to go back a second time <laughs> and, you know, fill the thing up. It was one of those, you know, cold days with the winds and this and that. And so we finally, we finally got it started and come to find out the guy, you know, the next day was still driving around on that bad tire. <laughs> Are you guys out there in your suits and whatnot, like your TV yes. outfits? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, makeup, TV outfits. I mean, uh, you know, we just didn't have, you know, cameras or um, we probably should have, but uh, lights, that was it. But no, he, you know, I love Kevin to death. He's he's one of my one of my best friends here. And but he is I mean, he's like the mad professor. I mean, he's always coming up with these things. And um, and sometimes, you know, things like keeping your gas tank full, those types of things. It just kind of doesn't really register with him i guess we heard he's kind of a mess because his wife is always like did you get gas do you have gas are you sure you have gas so apparently this is a chronic thing for him yeah what what he could do is he could plan out for you um a trip for the summer of every different minor league baseball park that you could hit he could he could do that whole thing but yeah simple tasks like you know, eating at this time or, you know, <laughs> hey, being on the air at this time, you, know, you need a little reminder with him. He, you know, he just, so hey, true. Kevin, you're about on. Oh, okay. You know. Because <laughs> knock on wood, I've never, my years of driving, run out of gas on the road. Have I milked it very close where I was genuinely worried? Yes. There's a couple oh, yeah. occasions that come to mind. It's never happened, though. But for what he yep. says, it, he's a guy that's it's happened to him three times recently where I'm going, how is, like, don't you learn then after, after mm-hmm. time number one of having to get the no. old can and then walk back and, ref- and fill it manually? I guess, I guess not no, with some other he, people. 
He's got his weather buddy to help him, I guess. So. As you. And, uh, and Drew Burgoyne, CBS 58. Are you uh, also working him out? How have you been? Because I know you're a gym guy, and I see Kevin at the you know at the same gym and whatnot. He said you've been working him out. Yeah. How, how, how have you stayed in shape, Drew? That I think that's a lot of people could mm-hmm. could uh, could use your advice if you got to work out from home still or you're yep. not comfortable going into a gym or whatnot. What have you been doing to stay in shape? Yeah, I mean, when everything shut down, I was doing – you know, I would do little hit workouts in the basement just to kind of keep things going. I had a few free weights. Is that you know, high that intensity? Doing... High intensity training, Drew. Is that what that stands for? Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, or just short, like you know, running in place, yeah. or you know, pulling the knees up for fifteen, twenty seconds, and resting and back and forth, and you know, just doing that kind of stuff. And then eventually, uh, I was at the Y at the time, and that was one of the first places to open up, and and I felt comfortable going in you know, with a mask and all of that and washing hands. And, but I, you know, I wanted to get, I wanted to get back in because anyone who works out, whether you're, you know, training for something or it's just important. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I had to kind of keep doing something. And then when things opened up, felt, felt pretty comfortable and I, I enjoy it. I, I definitely enjoy it. And Kevin, he's quite the story because he came to me and um, Kevin's a diabetic and, we actually got him to the point where he was off his, um, you know, his medication for awesome. diabetes. So That's I great. thought that was a, a really cool thing, and I was really proud of him for working really hard because he he took it very serious. So, so you watch Drew on CBS Fifty Eight. No, he benches like three twenty five. No problem. Now he's back in the gym. <laughs> yeah, right. Drew, it is a severe weather awareness week. So what uh, what do we need to be aware of, especially this time of year, heading uh, spring and heading into the the summer months? Yeah, you know, most of our tornadoes across the state happen in June. There's only one month that Wisconsin's never recorded a tornado, uh, and that's February. So we pretty much can get them any time of the year, um, any time of the day, any time of the night, although most of our storms, at least the greatest ingredients, occur throughout the late afternoon and early evening. You know, we've, we've been rather quiet, uh, thankfully, across southeastern Wisconsin the last five years. I mean, we really haven't had any major, you know, major events. Uh, we've had some tornadoes, but nothing, nothing too extreme. And with that being said, you know, people just get complacent and it's, it just is what it is. You know, oh, we haven't, we haven't seen much of it or we haven't been worried about it. And that's my only concern for folks is that you just come up with a plan. And even though, you know, I go to my basement and this is what I do, just, it's always good to kind of have that family plan and get a weather radio. They're really helpful. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They'll, you know, they'll wake you up in the middle of the night. You know, 30 bucks, you can buy them pretty, you know, pretty cheap. But those are, you know, little things to have prior, you know, prior to the bad weather, you know, that comes. And most of our bad weather, obviously, is the summertime. And, I mean, we cherish the summertime. We worship the summer around here. Um, so it kind of goes hand in hand. I feel like my mom has listened to everything that you have said because when I was a kid growing up, she had, still has, weather radio. We had a plan. There were several times um, growing up where the the tornado sirens went off or even before that, she just knew that the the weather was coming and my mom and me and all of the pets (laughs) in our shoes, because if you need to wear shoes, if you need to walk through the rubble, (laughs) would be in the basement my dad would be upstairs making sandwiches because he was like, "If I, I'm gonna wait until the very last second to go downstairs." So when you mentioned shoes, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't think about having shoes in your safe spot. We like to call it your ready spot. 
because, yeah, I mean, what would happen if there was some damage and you've got mm-hmm. to walk across glass and all that, you know, good stuff. The other thing I would recommend, too, if you can afford it, and I know prescriptions for people, you know, can be expensive, but if you could get a week's worth, you know, just an extra prescription of something that you really, really need, I would have that in there, too, just in case, heaven forbid, because, you know, you might not be able to run, you know, to Walmart or CVS or or whatever if you're dealing with some other things. So just a couple of a couple of things to keep in mind, you know, if if your house was ever truly damaged. I have a tornado question that I've always wondered, and that is why do we always see tornadoes or why does it always seem that tornadoes are out in the flatlands? Like it's never in the city of Milwaukee. Is that because there's too many buildings? Is that because we're by water? Why is that? Well, for us particularly, and I, and I want to stress, we've had tornadoes in every county and pretty much any area of southeastern Wisconsin, but the frequency is lower. You know, you go by Lake Michigan, you think, oh my gosh, this is this big body of water. This should be like extra ample moisture for us mm-hmm. for these storms, but it's really not. It's It tends to be more of a stabilizing factor, and you want unstable air. You want hot air at the surface, and the higher you get up in the atmosphere, you want a lot of cold air, and that gets those storms to to really fire. But what happens is that stable air comes over the lake and that tends to reduce, you know, um, the potential right along the lakefront. However, the caveat to that is the lake breeze can spin up, you know, smaller tornadoes. Um, Mountainous areas typically don't see them, although I remember seeing a report in Wyoming of of an EF3 tornado 10,000 feet up. So while the frequency is lower in mountainous and hilly areas, uh, you still definitely can have them. So it has nothing to do with the lake just being cold? That it, that temperature wouldn't have nothing to do with it to mitigate circumstances necessary for a tornado? Yeah, because what happens over the lake, you know, if your water temp, you know, is in the upper 60s, you know, it's it, it's stable. There's just not a lot of change within, you know, within that air mass. And when that comes on, um, yeah, it, it definitely cools it down, you know, as well. So sure, you're reducing, you know, the amount of heating, you know, that occurs. But I just, when I go and talk to schools, you know, kids are like, oh, yeah, you know, I live by the lake. Therefore, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it. And, and that's, you know, uh, and I, I don't want people to worry about storms. I want folks to plan and feel comfortable because I think if you have a plan, even if you have anxiety over storms, I, you're going to be, you're going to be fine. I mean, if you want to talk about the most violent tornadoes, you know, the ones that you see on the news like Oklahoma City or Alabama, Mississippi, where, you know, we get these violent tornadoes, EF4, EF5, the United States gets about 1,200 tornadoes a year. Less than 2% of all of those tornadoes are considered violent. So EF4, EF5. In fact, it's been almost 10 years or so since the United States has actually recorded um, an EF5 tornado, which is, you know, winds of 200 or more miles an hour. You were talking about schools. Are you still doing that? I know the world is a little bit different now. So how does that work? Because I remember seeing, you know, commercials about severe weather day at the Brewers. Are you going to be going back to the Brewers? Are you still working with the kids in schools? How is it? How are things kind of different now that we live in a different world? Yeah, it's, it, it's been different. I mean, it was a little depressing at the start just personally because the favorite part of my job is to go talk to students. And over the last several years, I mean, we've, 
we've been meeting with 10 to 15,000 kids a year wow. doing these shows over 50 schools, not including Weather Day, where we get 10,000 kids at Miller Park. So we're doing a virtual Weather Day. Contact the Brewers if you're interested. That's on Wednesday, 28th. But what we've been doing for schools, um, I've met with over uh, 25 schools since January. We we recorded a show for them. We did like a 16-minute severe weather show where we did experiments. It was very Mr. Wizard-like. I, I thought it turned out amazing. And then we've been scheduling Zooms with kids live. So I could at least be there to answer questions. And And you know what? We've had a great time with it, and the kids have – they're so smart, and they think of wonderful questions. And, you know, I've been doing this 19 years in, in the business, and it's always fun to get stumped or have one of those crazy questions. Like I had one the other day, you know, what was, you know, the weather like for this type of dinosaur? And it's like, oh, my God, wow. wow. I've never – I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> the young minds will surprise you, yeah. I had no idea, but I yeah. gave the kid props because I said, you know what, man? I said, that was, that was a heck of a question. I don't have the answer, but thank you for thinking of it. <laughs> Next time, that's what we're going to talk about, Drew. Right. Uh, Drew Burgoyne, CBS 58. Drew, it is Severe Weather Awareness Week, so check out CBS 58, cbs58.com for all your uh, your weather info. Thanks so much for the time, Drew. And next time, let's hopefully it's in person, you can swing by uh, swing by the station. Just don't ask Kevin for a ride in case the gas or no, the car is out of I, gas. Okay? I definitely won't. Take your own car. I definitely won't. You guys keep up the great work. All right, thank you. Thanks Drew Burgoyne, CBS 58 on 1029 The Hog.